Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. Uh, we're on page Tuf Chof Zayin. We're uh, approaching the end of this mimer. Uh, we've spent a great deal of time talking about various approaches to, actually, the two main approaches to Avaita. One is the Avaita of the uh, Eved Neman, the Avaita which is motivated by love, by Ahavarabha. The other is the Avaita of the Eved Poshut, which is, uh, is motivated largely by fear and bittel, by Yira, as the Eved Poshut. Um, in the area of love, there are several categories. There is the Ben, the Eved uh, the Eved Nemon and the Oyhev. These are three dargas in, in Ava. There are no dargas in Yuri, in, interestingly, and then this, this is very significant. But um, the, uh, the Ben has a Mila over the Eved Nemon in that the, uh, his connection to his father is absolute because, in fact, he's an extension of his father, he's, he's of the Etzim of his father, and therefore it requires nothing for him to be Makusher because it's not only a matter of his kashras, it's a matter of Yichud. He's, he's an extension of the es- essence of his father. Requires no thought or, or effort whatsoever. <clears throat> That's his Mila. The uh, Mila of the Eved Nem, of the Eved Nemon, uh, his kashras isn't as absolute um, and automatic uh, and intense, I guess, in a sense, but it's self-generated. It's something that he has uh, developed on his own, and therefore this is a great advantage. So there are these distinctions. As far as the oiv is concerned, it's a matter of self, primarily. Anyway, that's the evid uh, who serves from, from love. The evid who serves from fear is pure Kabbalah's oil. So we're continuing our discussion of the, the distinctions and the uh, various milas of the evid neman, um, and the Eved Pajit. This is our main concern. Um, so we, we go to uh, the second paragraph. It's about six lines down. The first word is Hiskashrus Ava. Where we ended up and where I want to begin is if we go to the uh, middle of that line, uh, at the end of the parentheses, there's a period, which is few and far between in these Maimarim. Um, and this is where we're going to begin. V'chein hu b'neshamas sh'yesh she'ikrun hu kabolos oil malchus shemayim. There are neshamas who their ikr is kabolos oil malchus shemayim. V'chol avaydosan hu mitzad oil malchus shemayim sh'alehem. Their avayda, the essence of their avayda is the avayda of oil malchus shemayim, taking upon themselves the yoke of avayda. Da ikr avayda eved hu sh'avayda say hu Ba'oil dafka, the the essence of avoda, the real the real core um, of avoda is Kabbalah soil. It stands on a level of its own. This is way uh, in a sense beyond avoda, which stems from ava. And no matter how high it is, no matter how lofty it is, the avoda of Kabbalah soil is unique. And we're going to explore that a little bit more today and uh, next time as well. Af shetikbar avoda. The thing about the avoda of Kabbalah's oil <coughs> is it's difficult. It's hard. V'loi ka'ayved ma'av. It's not like someone, someone who's serving through Kabbalah's oil, is not like someone who's serving from ahava, from love. Shachafets umishtayke hu ba'vadasai. The person who serves from avas, we've heard many times in the past already is uh, serving with desire and with, with passion and with love and, and yearning. Um, it's, a, 
It's the most wonderful thing in the world. There's nothing greater than that. The avoid of Kabbalah's oil is quite to the contrary uh, without that hergish altogether. So the Eved Naaman, the servant who is serving, motivated primarily by love, um, the clo- there is nothing greater than closeness to the Odin, to the person he's serving. In this case, of course, we're talking about the Nimshal. Closeness to God, close to closeness to the master of all, uh, there is nothing uh, nothing in the world that can compare to such um, such an experience, and therefore this Eved Naaman is just uh, passionate, just just totally absorbed, totally giving of himself, uh, uh, totally uh, submerged in this service of love. And everything, uh, th- there is no hardship here at all. There's no difficulty. There's no hardship. There's no struggle. Whether we're talking about the Avaida of Tefillah, which um, can be quite difficult, should be quite difficult actually for most of us. Whether we're talking about the fulfillment of mitzvahs. Same thing with Oise Katarna. There are all dimensions of Jewish life for the Evid Namon, for the Evid who's serving from love, is, uh, is not only easy, but it's. Uh, it's exciting. It's desirable. It, it, it's there. There are no, there are no negatives at all. On the contrary, it's one hundred percent positivity. That through all of this, the avoda of tefillah, Torah, and mitzvahs, uh, glows in him the light of Hashem benafshay in his nefesh. And this is the kavana in his avaida. Now we have to be a little bit careful here. So it's, it's, um, one may be a little bit jarred by this expression by virtue of something we've learned earlier. And the, what we learned earlier is that the Eved Naaman is serving from love. The love is a hiskashras. It's a hiskashras atzmi. It's a hiskashras which is beyond giluim. It's a hiskashras which is beyond uh, anything, uh, any any uh, considerations, uh, beyond any agenda. It's etzem be'etzem. It's a love of etzem be'etzem. The Rebbe pointed out earlier, also a very interesting lashon, that the Eved Naaman has a yediv hasaga in Ein Saif. Not only Ein Saif is its Milam and Minoilamais, but Ein Saif, which is his Nasusa'atzmi, which is the very essence of Ein Saif, he has some form of awareness. Ahasag of Yidi is the Lushan that the Rebbe used, and therefore he's, nothing else matters, nothing else has any significance, there's nothing, nothing to think about. This is a, an, an absolute bond of essence. Here, the Rebbe says, Kolza, all of this. Uh, through the Avaida of the Tartar Mitzvahs and, uh, um, and Tefillah, Meir Loi or Havaya Benafshai. The light of divinity, the light of Havaya, glows in his Neshama. Well, we know that. That's, that's a given. So, but what's the, what is the, um, where does that stand? What is, what's the status of that light and that process of illuminating his Neshama through the Savaida? This is the kavana in his avoda. Now we, we might say, well, wait a minute, that's not doesn't sound right, because he does not have a desire 
to his kavana, his service to the Odin, his service to Hashem Yisbarach, is not for personal gain. Not certainly not physically, and certainly and not spiritually either. He is not pursuing. He has no. He has no wants. He's not. He's not receiving anything. He's not serving in order to receive. Um, this would include light within his neshama. He's not. That's not his motivation. He's not serving to receive this light to you to get the elevation to have the, a hergish of some sort. None of the above. But so then, what does this actually mean? I, my my feeling is that what this means is that with every mitzvah, with everything a person does, there's the body of the thing, and there is the kavana. Tanya speaks at great length about the concept of kavana. And, uh, Perak, uh, uh, Lamed, Lamed Aleph, through the end of Tanya, speaks very, very much about, uh, about the mitzvah and the kavana of the mitzvah. The, the, the bird, the essence of the bird, the body of the bird, and the wings of the bird, which are av and yira. Uh, and also, of course, we're aware, well, we're well aware of the fact that mitzvahs, Saif Kol Saif, are dependent upon Av and Yira. Mitzvahs Ese on Av and Mitzvahs Lais Ese on Yira. We discussed this in some detail before. Not quite the same as the kind of Ava we're talking about in terms of the Avid Neman. So what does this mean? V'zeis he kavanasai ba'avadasai. We all have, we should have, Kavanas in our mitzvahs, in our tefillah for sure, in our learning of Tarda and in our mitzvahs. There's the body of the mitzvah, the body of the of the bird, as it were, and there's the wing that carried that 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 elevated that caused it to fly. His kavana is this love. The, his mitzvahs and his tarda um, is uh, is saturated uh, with this this light of divinity uh, because it, the, his his pleasure, his tainug, is the tainug of the Odin. And this is his kavana. This, is, this particular light, you might say, is the kavana which, um, uh, which causes his mitzvahs to fly, which causes his tarot and tefillah to, to uh, 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 be elevated, to, to, to mamish extend upward. This is the only way I could really see this, because again, it looks a little bit contradictory. That is, it's, so he's serving really in order to receive light? No, no, no. He is receiving light. That's, but it's going to happen in any case. He's got it in any case. But his service is alive with a kavana of the light of his kashras with etzem. Uh, and this is what uh, can be found in his service. Mitzvahs, tarda, and tefillah without kavana uh, are, are uh, certainly not, uh, not shyach to this kind of a person. So the kavana, the kavana is taka the light, but it's the light of etzim, it's the light of eskashos, the light which comes b'derech mamelev by the service that he's performing. There's a tremendous uh, joy or pleasure in this. Umasanik alzeh, and he he has tainug, he has tainug in the tainug of the master, the tainug of the Odin. So now we look at Evid number one, namely the Evid Poshut. The, the um, uh, the Avoida, which is purely Kabbalah soil, which is the Evid Poshut. There is no sense of light at all in his soul, none whatsoever. At least not in a, a, a state of which he is aware. Loi mishum zehu evet. Oh, I'm sorry. Harish v'nashay. Loi mishum zehu evet, and not 
because of this he serves. Namely, Kavana plays no role. Light plays no role in his service. His service is completely divorced from any kind of gili, be that gili etzim or, or any other kind of gili one could imagine. That's not his motivating, that's not the motivating factor in this individual. Hari klolis habadosai hein hayegiyah b'tfila. His, uh, the, the totality of the, the, the um, comprehensive nature of his avidim, whether it's the yegiya of tefillah, the effort, the exertion that he puts into prayer, shabah, loy b'yegiyas nefesh, v'yegiyas baser, pretty heavy. The, the uh, yegiya of his tefillah is a yegiya of nefesh, a yegiya of baser. He's, every ounce of his spiritual strength is expended on his tefillah. Every ounce of his physical strength is expended on his tefillah. K'may shakob v'sev shalbenim is as is uh, written the same thing with his fulfillment of Tarda and his uh, his I'm sorry his involvement in Tarda and his fulfillment of mitzvahs. The whole thing is every ounce and fiber of his strength and his capacity is exerted in these three areas. Torah which, of course, which is uh, the learning of Tarda, the, the uh, mitzvah of tefillah and, and mitzvah's beklal. Um, he, it, it's pure effort. It's pure exertion uh, without, without any uh, uh, contribution in terms of uh, motivation by or. He's not motivated by or, not in any sense whatsoever. He's a pure Kabbalist oil nick. Sha'akoil, who mitzad oil? The whole thing is mitzad the oil, the yoke which he has chosen to bear. V'loi mitzad is a hergish or, and not at all in any kind of hergish at all. Let's go back, hergish or, the sense of or, let's go back for a minute to the Ebed Nehman. He has a hergish. He has a hergish or. Now the nature of that or is somewhat complex. It's, it's not exactly uh, easy to understand. It's quite subtle. It's quite profound. But Ava is a hergish. There's no such thing as Ava. Well, there is. We have Ava Musateris. But um, that's of little value to us unless it comes to Gilui of some sort. And that Gilui is a, uh, a hergish of Ava in one way or another, at one level or another, from whatever circumstances bring out that Ava Musateris. It is a Kavana, uh, after all, Saif Kol Saif. Um, in the case, uh, so so the Evan he he uh, his his avoda is a hergish of or. Now it could be or of etzem, the or of iskastros, the or which is beyond any concept or thought of of uh, pleasure to himself for himself. The whole pleasure, in fact, is simply in bringing pleasure to the master, to the Odin. Uh Everything is the Odin, the whole avoda, the whole being, the whole life of the Evid. Uh, Naman, like the Avid Pajit, in a sense, is for is the is the Odin. Everything is the Odin. Um, but Baderach Mamela, it's an Avaita of R. It's an Avaita of Hiskash, it's an Avaita of of uh, a uh, an attraction based on a, a Hasaga uh, uh, on Hasaga Vyadiya, uh, on an understanding and grasp of the Ilui of the Odin, the Ilui of Ain Saif. And therefore it it's, you cannot avoid the or. The or is there. The or is the or is a drive. In the case of the Kabbalist Oilnik, or doesn't enter the equation. So of course one could obviously ask, well, he does turn and misses. He he learns. He prays. Is there no or? <clears throat> there, of course, there must be or. There has to be or because there's no uh, 
no aliyah without a hamshacha. There's no alasman without a hamshacha's mad. Certainly there's an or, but, that's, it's, but it doesn't enter the equation. It doesn't enter his motivation. It may not even enter his awareness. So the Kabbalah says, only tikbar olav hadavar ma'oid. So for the, the, um, the Eved Naman, it's, Avaida is as natural as it is for water to run down. Uh, for the uh, Eved Net, for the Eved Pajat, it is an extremely difficult Avaida because there is no hergish, there's no Ava motivating, it's not motivated by or, it's not motivated by an influence. It's motivated by pure etzim, which is Kabbalah soil, which is heterospashtus. In fact, if we think about it for a moment, the Eved Nehman, who's avoided also is mitzad etzim. Etzim and nefesh bound to etzim atz, to atzim was ain soif. But how, is it the same level of etzim? Is it, is it really an atzim yistika etzim? It's, it's or after all. It's an ava after all. Or Ava, these things bring forth the concept of some means, some variety of hispashtus. Atsum's header hispashtus. It's a given. So as close as it is to Gilui Atsum, to Atsum, however, however this Evid Nemon is perceiving it, the essence of essence, if you like, is, is no hispashtus. And in a way, this is where the Evid Pojit is holding. His pashtus plays no role in his avoida. Brach mitzad oil. It's only an oil. <clears throat> That's all that, that exists for him. Oil machu shemayim, sha'olav, which is on him. The yoke of the kingdom of heaven, which is on him. That's the whole, that's, the motiv- that's it. That's his motivation. <clears throat> that's why he's doing what he's doing. And it's this oil which drives him, this, this uh, commitment and this, this sense of acceptance of the oil. This is what drives him in tefillah. To lengthen his bainus, his contemplations, meditation prior to tefillah, which is a hachana for tefillah. It's an essential hachana, alpi chasidus. Um, it's, it's brutal. It's, it, it, it's hard. It comes to him through tremendous effort, through tremendous exertion, tremendous concentration. Uh, we all know that uh, often physical effort is, is more, more difficult, more painful than physical effort. And this person is exerting immense effort. Whatever mental resources he has, whatever, uh, whatever he can bring to bear in his, his blindness, he brings to bear. Um, and it does not come easy. Until he is nisarer ava. Well, now, is that not a contradiction? The man is a Kabbalah Soilnik. Now he's spent a tremendous amount of time in his bainus, and he's generated ava. But the ava is an ava of Kabbalah's oil. He, has, he, he, he must generate ava, because tefillah requires it. Ava Hashem is a mitzvah, after all. And this man fulfills all mitzvahs. And Avas Hashem is not fulfilled by only by Ahavim Suteris. In some way or another, has to be brought out. Mitzad Kabbalah's oil, he's got to fulfill the mitzvah of Ava, and he does so to the best of his ability by struggling uh, in his mind, uh, uh, in his intellect, with his baininess. It's an Ava of a Kabbalah's oil, Nick. Of a Klolis Avaida, the totality of his Avaida, he... And Kamasa Kvedo love, it's like he takes upon himself a heavy burden. 
וחופץ בזה, ועסק בזה, בפועל, רק מצד אוהל מלכות שמיים. His uh, desire for this, interesting, use of the word חופץ. חופץ means desire. We think of a desire, it's very easy to understand the word חופץ with respect to the avid Naaman, because the desire is a revealed desire, it's a desire of love, it's a desire of passion, it's a desire of, it's a desire of recognition of the Odin, and the Ili of the, of the Odin. The Chafetz here, the desire, the passion here, is for the oil, it's for the service itself, it's for the performance of this service, which is, must be done. Um, and he engages in this. But poil, the word poil is critical here. Because that's what he is doing. There's only one consideration in his mind. Is the right thing being done? Is what God wants at this moment, at this second, is it being done? Mind you, he's not thinking about Taino. He's not thinking about, is he providing his creator with pleasure? As the Avid um, Neman would, would consider. Is what God wants at this moment being done to the full level of my capacity? Rak Matzad Oil Malch pure Kabbalah's oil. Baha Oil Hu Nasa Atzloi Kateva. This oil by him is, uh, is like, it's, it's, it's natural. It's not natural in the sense that we think of something that's Bederach Teva, well, that's easy, that happens naturally, that happens without effort. Um, uh, nature is, uh, on the contrary, we would think of our avoided primarily as fighting nature, as, as uh, uh, struggling with our, our natural selves in order to achieve something higher than ourselves, in order to serve God in a way which transcends ourselves. But what does Teva actually mean here? It means that he is so adjusted to that all, he is so accepting of his role as a Kabbalist oilnik, that um, there's not, it's, it's a given. It's, it's, that's part of his being. That's his being. His being is to struggle. His being is to exert effort. His being is to exert himself in service. That's his teva. That's his being. It's constant because he's constant. As long as he's alive, it's alive. Kishar uh, oil. He constantly, like what? Like an ox to the yoke. Perfect uh, marshal. With absolute biddle with uh, absolute uh, lack of self-consideration, without an agenda, without thinking, uh, simply to serve. That's all. There is no nachas ruach in this. There is no simcha in this. So again, what one wonders, we'll see a little bit later on that it's not quite as simple or grim as it looks. Um, the main point being is these are factors other than essence. Simcha is hispashtus. Nachas ruach is hispashtus. These are our, uh, our giluyim of sorts. Nachas ruach, if we think of it as tainug, is a gilui of etzim. It's a, there are koiches which are atzmistike koiches. Koiches atzmiim. That would be uh, 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 tainug and ratzim. Uh, these are not limited. These are limitless koyches which reflect uh, our rooted netzim mamish and which reflect the eighth soif of etzem. Uh, but nonetheless, they are what they are. They're not etzem as it is. Um, and therefore, the, the whole thing in terms of his avoda is uh, devoid of these, of these qualities, at least in a revealed way. Uh, because everything for him is only what God wants. Not what God delights in. That's something else. That's not his business. 
God delights in whatever he delights in. He doesn't know what God delights in. It's not his affair. He's, he's, he knows nothing of his creator in that sense. But he knows he's got, that the creator is everything and that he must do what the creator wants, which is to fulfill his ratzen. Rak, um, um, only the service is a service of obligation, not positive motivation, but obligation and chiyuv. Chiyuv means obligation. Chiyuv means it's something that must be done. Chiyuv godl mitzad oil mal Why? Because he bears the yoke. And therefore, there is one and only one thing to do, and that one and only one thing to do is to do what the Ratzon of the Bari Oilam uh, directs him to do. Hamaitalab, uh, the yoke of heaven, which he takes upon himself. Vimkain. Loy Yigra say, therefore, there is never any diminishing of his avoidance. It's constant, because God is constant. No, no question. Uh, and uh, God's target is constant, and mitzvahs are constant. And since there are no considerations, there are no giluim, there are no, uh, um, um, there's no advantage or agenda or receiving, all of those things are irrelevant, all of those things are subject to change, as we saw in the case of the Eved Neman, even the Eved Neman, who's Hiskashrus, and whose Av is Ahav of Etzem, whose Hiskashrus is Hiskashrus of Etzem. Nonetheless, since it is a Hiskashrus of Ava, which is a hergish, which is a gili of some sort, therefore it can't be constant because giliim are giliim. Only etzem is constant. The yoke is constant. God is constant. There are no shinuim. Ein shinisi lum Hashem. I do not change, says Hashem. Num, sorry, lum, num Hashem. Um, and therefore, there's no diminution or change whatsoever in his avoidim because that's all he's after is the avoidim. Yoim <coughs> v'layla. Day and night. And we, in the previous uh, part of this mimer, we've, we saw what that means in, in some detail. oil, tarda oil mitzvah. Mitzvah is oil tefillah, the whole thing. Tarda, tefillah, mitzvahs, and tefillah all fit under the same rubric. And that rubric is the rubric of oil. There's nothing there but oil. There's nothing there but service of etzem. Bahu shenikra avoid amamish. This is called Avaita Mamish. Now you recall the Lushan above, which we began. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, where are we? I can't find the place. But anyway, the, the concept of the Eved Nemon, the Rebbe pointed actually in several places he used the Lushan. It's not Avaita Kolkach so much. It's not, not quite at the pinnacle, not quite the apex of Avaita. Again, because there is uh, a concept of gilui interposing between etzim and etzim. Okay, we move on. All of this which we've just discussed is not the case of the Eved Neman. Who serves mitzad in accordance with, there's a because here. And again, uh, the word because implies that there's something of a, you don't, it's not a unity. You don't have one, there's no because in a unity. If you're serving because, then there is a reason. There's a, in this case, the reason is love. In this case, the reason is uh, the hasag of Yedia, which gives rise to the love, which gives rise to the skashras. Um And the, the because here is the oitzim hiskashras ahavasei l'ashem. It's the intensity, the power of the bond, the hiskashras of his love for Hashem. 
Granted, this is not an ava al pitam vadas. Ava al pitam vadas is a situation in which a person assesses who he's dealing with, namely the Creator, who assesses the Odin and what the Odin, what he can have from it, what the Odin provides, what the Odin's qualities are, what the Odin's uh, superior, the, the Odin's uh, um, various uh, attributes and, and powers. Um, and therefore, he can reason and uh, and understand that the divinity is far better than than whatever can receive, whatever can receive in the phys- in this physical world. And he understands, and and there are <clears throat> there's a whole uh, system of evaluation and assessment. Um, that's not this ava. This ava is not uh, an ava which is accordance with according with Tam, Tam Vadas. The grasp of Ein Soif, Ein Soif after all, is beyond Tam Vadas. But by definition, certainly Ein Soif, which is in the state of Aliyah, which is a state of, of his Nasus Atzmi, way beyond anything we could even begin to think of as Tam Vadas. And that's the experience that he's having, which is resulting in this discussion. He's way beyond Tam Vadas. This is not an Ava of Tam Vadas. This is an Ava Rabba, which is limitless, because the object of this Ava is limitless. The Ava is in accordance with the Ilui and the Hafla, the transcendence, the transcendent excellence beyond all considerations. But somehow he's able to experience it or perceive it or be aware of it. This, he's aware of this, trans, this transcendent superiority of Ein Soif. And that is the because, that is the cause, if you like, of, of this Hiskashus. So it's, it's a remarkable Hiskashus, it's a remarkable perception. The essence of this ava is not uh, in a way of ava verotzi. Well, it's like saying that it's, it's, it sounds like a uh, it's a self contradiction. The essence of this ava, oh yeah, the essence ava ein inyoni bebchinas ava are not inyonim of ava. The key word here is inyoni ava. They're not things which ordinarily we think of in terms of ava, I love, I want, I pursue, I'm passionate about, uh, individual dimension specifics, because he's, he's going to have something from them. The word ratzai really ex- expresses the, the idea. Ratzai is a, uh, an ascent. The idea of ratzai v'shoiv. Ratzai is a yearning, a craving, a desire, a wanting of or, in or. Uh, and as we see that the whole Veda of the Eved Nehman is not in or, it's not to receive, it's not to get. Mind you, he does get. Mind you, the soul is illuminated by or. All of these things are certainly true. But that's not the motivation. The motivation is this This is kind of av, is an av of perceptivity in giluyim and in the possibility of benefiting, of gaining, of on the highest level, even on a, a semi-selfless level. But nonetheless, it is not etzim be'etzim. That's not the ava. The ava is not a, an ava of, of rotzai or, or, or a normative ava that we would think of. This is a hiskashrus where he puts himself aside. Now, mind you, the ava of rotzai, he's not putting himself aside. He wants. There's a very big want. And for a very big want means there is a he who wants. This goes back to the general problem. Of Ava. There's an Oyev. Oh, we're not talking about Oyev and Ev, but nonetheless, there is an Oyev. This is the Ava that this man is engaged in, is an Ava where he's 
He has no interest in anything. He puts himself aside. It's bittel. He's bittel betachlis. And he's totally bound and up to the Odin to the point where the tainuk of the Odin is the only thing that matters to him. His own time, he couldn't care less about the or he gets, he couldn't care less about the aliyahs, the, all the various um, uh, uh, benefits that he has from this kind of service are of absolutely no interest to him whatsoever. They're there, but they're of no interest to him. He puts himself aside. He gives himself over completely and totally because this love is an absolute love. It's Avarabha. Now, here we have, uh, I'm sorry, Ronnie's not here. We'd have to translate this for me. This, this paragraph is in Yiddish. I assume it says pretty much the same thing. You have to forgive me. My, uh, if my Hebrew is not great, my Yiddish is non-existent. So uh, we'll leave it at that. So the whole thing, it, the word hergish comes into play again. You can't avoid the word hergish. So how does hergish and biddle go together? Because they're hergeshim and they're hergeshim. This is a hergish, not in, in benefit or in or or in gilui or in milas. This is a, a, a hergish in ili vahaflo or ein soif. Beyond all considerations, beyond all possibilities, beyond all limitation. Uh, and he's lost in it. He loses himself in it. He dissolves himself in it. And there's only all, it's, it's all for the boss. It's been explained by Inyan. Um, Ha'eved habez. This is the the second eved, namely the eved neman. She'ain zem etzad yiras ha'adon ve'masayisholab. He is not serving through fear. He is not serving through through awe or fear. Ki im etzad sheyidea roimemus. Again, the Rebbe points this out. He knows something. What does he know? He doesn't know about the. He, uh, he does know, but that's not the, what, what the, the the essence of his knowledge is. His knowledge is a knowledge of the ilui of the odin, uh, the raimimus umailis ha'odin. That's what he knows. Now, of course, the avid posh doesn't know these things at all. He has no no sense of them whatsoever. But this man has a sense of them, um, of, of it, I should say. Umiskasha love behol etzem nafshoi, and he's bound to the master with his whole etzem, not with koyches and efesh, his whole etzem, koyches and efesh come into play almost from this tremendous iskashros and av that he has to etzem. Omnum, his iskashros, who became his bittel, but the uh, iskashros is in a way of, however, the iskashros is in a way of bittel. Uh, again, there's a different form of iskashros. Lamashal, uh, there's the iskashros of the uh, Rav and the Talmud. The Talmud is mamish bittel and makusha to the Rav, no question. But it's because he's a Rav and because he knows how to teach and because he's got, he has superior wares to offer. And therefore, uh, the greater the hiskashras of the Talmud, the more he is going to receive from the Rav. It's a, it's a receiving situation. That is not the case of this kind of hiskashras. This hiskashras is a, is a hiskashras of bittel in which he, he, he has no desires and he has no, uh, I shouldn't use the word motivation, he has no desires and he has no, um, uh, he seeks no benefits. <coughs> This is not the hiskashas of the oiv and the nev, which is, uh, of course, what we talked about. We talked about the hiskashas of the Talmud and the Rav. Shimas bottle a love. He's negated to to him completely, namely to the Odin. He puts himself aside. 
totally. Ceases to exist. Everything is for the time of the Odin. So let's think for a minute. Both of these individuals seem to be doing the same thing. They are lost. They have, to say they have surrendered their individuality or surrendered their being, is, it sounds negative because surrender is a, uh, is, is a negative word. They have actively chosen to, uh, for this one because he has a sense of what he's doing, he has a knowledge, he has actively chosen a path in which he does not matter because what does matter is of, uh, is, is of such a, uh, an eerie of such a, a transcendent nature that nothing, nothing matters. There's nothing else. Everything pales, including himself. Insignificance. There's nothing you could offer this man that in any way uh, touches at all this, the eerie of this Odin. He loses, he gives himself over, he, he puts himself out of the picture, he's not in the picture. The, what's in the picture is the Odin, the Tainug of the Odin. The Evid Nemon, I'm sorry, the Evid Pajat, gone. There is no Evid Pajat. He has no personality, he has no life, he has no being. Uh, he is entirely 100% Ibergegeben to the Odin because he has accepted the yoke of the Odin. He doesn't have love for the Odin, he doesn't know anything about the Odin, he's not a kusher to the Odin. None of these things matter to him. His very essence is given over without any consideration. Well, so is the Evid Nema. No, no. Love, after all, is a consideration. It is not nothing. So these two are both Ibergegeben, both are Bittle, both are completely bound and, and, and Makushar to the Odin, mind, body, soul, and Atsem. But there's a difference. And, and this we're going to pursue a little more. Uh, he gives himself over completely, and he serves, we're talking about the Abed Nemon, he serves completely in every manner of service. It's all, all for the boss. It's only for the Odin. That's all nothing in it for him whatsoever. To receive nothing... Um, um, uh, at all from but who are we talking about here? So it's about the love of Maniach as Atzmai, yeah. Uh, who who um, he, he, there's nothing in it for him. That's the point. Ukamaykein who ba'avoidav shemitzada hergish nafshoi shemargish moid bechinas amitus at yuliv araimimus deorin soif. This is the same story with the uh, the. Who is Miss Butler Love? It's I hope I haven't made a mistake here. Jane's let's go up a little bit. We're talking uh, on the fourth line, in the middle of the line. Fifth line, I'm sorry. Yerusha Adam Emasai Shaolav. This the Adam, the Evid Pasher is serving out of Yerah. Ki Mitzad Yehde. I'm sorry. She'ain Zeb Mitzad Yerusha Adam. We're talking about the Evid Nemon. The Evid Nemon is not because of Yerah. Ki Mitzad Yehde Roimus Umaylis Adam, but rather his perception of the Ilu of the Adam. Umaskasher Olav Bechol Etzem Nafshoi, and he's bound to him with every essence of his soul. Omnum, however, al yudeis eight. How is bottle of love? Umaniach es atzmai a love legamre l'shor se bechol mine sherus. 
Amnam Hiskashus, who became his Bittl? Hiskashus is one of Bittl, uh, even though he's the Avid Nemon. Loi Hiskashus Ohayev El Ov. He's not like the, it's not like the Hiskashus of the Ohayev and the Ov. He's totally, completely bittle to the Odin. To serve with all manner of service. Only for the sake of the Odin Levat. So far, so good. Again, this is the Eved Nehman. There's a continuity here, which I'm having trouble keeping my finger on. Without any thought whatsoever of receiving anything for himself. Um, similarly, the avoida which comes from the hergish of his nefesh, not exactly sure what this means, and this is what threw me off a little bit. What what does it mean the hergish hergish nafsha? Is that not the ava which is causing the source of all of his avoda? All right, let's leave that for a moment. Harim is batalagam. He's totally completely bittel. Everything he does is served with the, the, in accordance with the will of the Odin. This is the key to the fact that everything we've said up till now, we are talking about the Eved Neman. Because much of it sounds like it would apply also to the Eved Pajit. At the end of the day, the final word is, he serves in completely and totally in, in accordance with the will of the Odin. Why? To give Nachas Ruach Lamaila. That's the whole point. His, he's bittle, he, there's nothing in it for him. He's completely and totally subjugated to the, to the Uden. He's looking for nothing. He wants nothing. He's, uh, the Av is an Av, uh, and the Skashus is an Skashus Amiti. Um, and the whole Tachlis, the end of the story, the point of it all, is to bring Tainug Lamaila. In the case of the Pajit, that's not the Tachlis. The Tachlis is simply to serve. The Ain Kavana said La Even though the Kavana is not for himself, it's only for the Odin. It's only to bring Tainuk to the Odin. Leo's Gili or Benafshoi to bring light into a soul. the idea is not to bring light into a soul. Kim Lahashlim Ratsan Elyon, only to fulfill the Ratsan um the Ratsan Elyon. Wow. Okay. So, Mitzvah Shem, we will uh, end here and we will continue. Well, no, we, we, I think we still have time. We'll continue a little bit more. We'll move in Shazam, Adregan, Nathas Moed. It's understood this is a very high level. Hain Be'etzam, a Hergish Eluki. Whether we're talking about this Hergish Eluki, and he has it. The Evid Nemon has a Hergish Eluki. That's the source of his avoid, the source of his Ava. Uh, whether we're talking about the dimension of his relationship was, which is complete self-abnegation, complete loss of self um, uh, and, and this is true, so whether we're talking about the, the uh, hergish whether we're talking about the self uh, the 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 uh, the absorption and the and the bittel, whether we're talking about the nature of the avoid itself, kashi everything, the body of the avoided, the motivation of the avoided, the hiskashos which leads to the avoided, it all serves one purpose, namely to bring nachas ruach to his creator. Here's what I was looking before. All of this, this astounding avoided, this astounding yidia, this astounding 
of relationship and this astounding bittle is not avoida so much. It's not called avoida. It's, it's not the pinnacle of avoida. Leos ki avodosei hu b'chafetz v'chuka shachafetz ma'ay b'zeh. Why? Because it's desirable and he wants it, and and it comes with it's it's he, there's a positivity. He, he he loves it. He wants it. Behain ba avoida b'tfilah. Whether we're talking about the the avoida b'tfilah. Um, so how would this vary or differ from the Evid Poshet <coughs> serving out of pure bittle? Um, in the case of the Evid Poshet, since he has no Yidi, he has no Hasagi, he has no Hergish, so it's, he's fighting himself every inch of the way. This guy has a Hasaga and a Hergish, uh, therefore the Tzfil, it's, yes, it's normal, it's natural, it comes easily to him, Tzfilah. Uh, the avoider comes easily because he the the point of the avoider uh, is to bring tainik to his his creator. There's nothing which interferes with him because he is he is traveling or being motivated by a dimension of of awareness and recognition, and that awareness and recognition is the most wonderful thing in the world, and everything that's in the service of this awareness, in the service of this connection, in the service of this bittel and bringing nachas ruach to the Odin, it's, it's delicious, all of it. V'gam arichas v'hizbainis ein that's like the arichas, the the effort and the time that has to be put into his bindiness prior to fill in order to develop a decent kavanas, reasonable kavanas, not a problem. It's automatic. It's bederach mamela because he knows where he's going. He knows who he's dealing with. He knows whom he is bringing tainug to. On the contrary, his, very, his, his craving, his desire is in this is It's not hard for him. The whole avoid is not hard. The whole avoid is, is beautiful. It's easy. It's desired. It's wanted. Again, why? Because the avoid is an avoid of love. And love comes from a yidiyah. And in this case, the yidiyah is a yidiyah of etzem, a yidiyah of orein soif, his nasus atzmi. Adram, on the contrary, v'gam ein sarach arichas b'zbainus klal, requires no great length of his bainus to, to, for his heart to flare up uh, in a vayda. Ki yesh loy hergish b'orein soif. Um, he has a hergish in or ain't soif. That's what distinguishes him from everybody. And that's certainly what distinguishes him from the Evid Pajit, who does not have this. And therefore, the, his baininess is a struggle. He's struggling with himself. His baininess, the tefill of Acher, his baininess, is a struggle. Again, struggling with the self, struggling with his body, with his nature, with, with all of the things of which we are familiar. Um, because he's fighting with himself to serve. The Kabbalist oil, not motivated by love, not motivated by delight, not motivated by any, what we would call motivation. The motivation is the oil which he has taken upon himself. In the case of the Avid Neman, we go back to him again. This is all in a way of Bittel, Vanachas Atzmai, the Tefillah, the Hizbaininus, the entire service to the Almighty, which is a service of love. Nonetheless, it's with uh, uh, total abnegation. And it's not the abnegation of subjugation. He does not have to crush himself. He does not have to break himself. He does not have to worry about these things. It's like a, 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 a spark drawn to the fire. It's, it's a 
comes automatically because of this burning of or ein soif, atmos or ein soif in him. Um, if it were in this way, in a way of, of kivitz, kivitz nefesh, like constriction, contraction of the soul. In other words, how do you make yourself nothing? You make yourself nothing by by constricting, by contracting. Hispashtus, oh, I'm, I can learn, I can daven, you know, this is me, I, me, me, I, me. That's hispashtus. Kivitz, talk, I'm nothing, I'm... I'm who am I after all? What am I after all? He doesn't have any of this. He doesn't have this constriction, this uh, self... Um, I, I, it's hard to find a word. This, uh, he is abnegated, there's no question about it. But the abnegation is not a negative one. It does not come from a constriction of his natural tendency to express himself. He hasn't had to do that. Uh, uh, the idea of kivutz nefesh is that, who am I after all? Who am I? What am I? Who am I? And who am I dealing with after all? V'davka, be'eved poshet, o'eved ba'oil, hinei ha'bittl shaloi hu be'kivutz benafshoi. And the eved poshet, the bittl that he has is from kibbutz, is from kibbutz nafshoi. He's, Pushing himself, he's struggling with himself, he's fighting with himself. Now we think of Aspashtus generally is not a good thing. We would think of that broadness of heart, greatness of heart, greatness of soul, that's, that's Yeshus, that's Gaiva, that's, that's uh, whatever. But in the case of the Evanuman, that Hispashtus is simply a natural consequence of this intense love. Love is a meter which is Nispashtus. That's what it is. And therefore, his avoidance does not involve this kind of constriction. He loses himself in Hispashtus, which is not self-centered, which is not self-focused. The Evid Pajot is fighting with himself every inch of the way, and he's making himself small in order to accept that yoke without question, without doubt, without complaint, without anything other than the pure service which he has provided. Mr. Hashem, we will continue next week.